quiet on the set. You're the only person on the set. <laughs> you guys. Hello. What's up? How is everyone? How are you? First of all, I feel like I should just take a little drinky drink, a little sip sippers, because we have video this episode, if it works out. If you're watching me on YouTube right now, then it worked out. You guys, what's up? Let me take a drink first of all. If you're new, what it is, what's up? How are you? Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. Don't even have to write a review. You know, you can just send us a little something. Just hit the five stars at the bottom of the screen. If you're returning, what it is, what's up? Got the wide up. My eyes are watering a little because I kind of been drinking that cup fast. You guys. What's up? I'm really, I'm really late. I'm really excited because we have video now. And I'm probably going to have to check the camera every now and then to make sure that we're recording because I I need to plug the camera up to my computer so I can see myself. I think we're at a good angle. If Tell me if I look good or not. If you don't think I look good, then keep your comments to yourself. Um, If you don't know me, I'm your host, the beautiful, the wonderful, the most chocolate, the tatted up. <laughs> Um, the thickest, the baldest, your soon-to-be sound engineer, your soon-to-be DJ, Ebony, D. Kelly, and the D's, for this is about to be a great podcast. And if y'all hear that, it's on microphone. I don't know what, what's wrong with it. But this is episode 24 of Ethereal Black Girl, the podcast. Hold on. Had a little technical difficulty per usual, but we're back. So yeah, it's episode 24 of Theory of Black Girl, the podcast. What it is? How is everyone? You know, what's... Turn my TV off. How's everyone doing? How's everyone's week been? I'll tell you how my week has been. Um, It's been an interesting week. So for one... Okay, how where do I even start? So, first and foremost, um, I hate the people that I work with and that I work for. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy because I think I've talked about my work uncle on here before, maybe question mark. Um, long story short, white people don't know how to mind their business, and they be talking about me when I'm not at work from what my work uncle told me and he's telling the truth um I work for a really big company um and you know in big companies there comes drama and like we already know white people don't mind their business that's one thing they do not do that they don't steal from black people and they hate to see someone that doesn't look like they should be somewhere in a position so like I'm an engineer (laughs) lol crazy right I don't really like it, but it is what it is. I'm an engineer. Uh, I'm mechanical, but I work like with electricity and stuff. 
And basically, I mean, look at me. Look how I look. I mean, I'm tatted. I have two nose rings. I have short hair. Like, I'm a, I'm black. I'm a woman. So they already be kind of behooved and a little confused. And so apparently, like, when I leave work, they be like, when I got these tattoos or whatever, um... They was, like, talking about kind of, like, oh, have you seen, like, how many tattoos she has? And, like, when I took vacation, there was, like, little smart comments. And all these little comments, why do I get to come into work at 830 and everybody else has to be there at X, Y, and Z time? Blah, blah, blah. Moving staff meetings for the sake of me getting to work at a certain time. All of these things, right? And am I a little tipsy? <laughs> Anyways. Um... Yeah, they had all that to say, right? While I'm not there, we'll be trying to a kiki, a ha-ha, a good morning, all this, right? And it did. It bothered me. I'm not, I wasn't surprised because we're going to talk about this. We're going to get my, I'm going to get my mouth off of it because that's just negative energy. We don't need the negative energy. But it did bother me. Um, reason being because I already know white people talk trash. They talk about other white people. Of course, I'm black woman. I'm young. They're going to talk about me. I'm a young tenderoni in the, in the corporate white America. I get it. But one person in particular that I heard was talking all of this nonsense was one of the younger dudes that works here. And he was like, he's like, me and him were like hella cool. Like, it'll be a key cam. You're riding places together. Like, I didn't, haven't told him any valuable information. But it's just like, we was a key cam and stuff. Like, the least you could do is not be talking about something in my face. But like, you feel me? When I'm gone, you want to basically talk about the opposite. So that has really rubbed me the entire wrong way. And before then which is crazy um as y'all know well if y'all don't know like I'm really into like a lot of things like media so like of course podcasting of course I just started like making beats of course I like just started getting into like making mixes and stuff then eventually I want to get really good at like editing videos like getting my YouTube really up and going um and I do not like engineering. And I talked about this last week. Go listen to the whole story about how I knew I didn't like engineering since I was 18, but how I did it because of blah, blah, blah. Go back and listen to episode 22. Um, and so I'm like, I've been thinking like, I really wanted to like get this creative media stuff like off the ground. want to go ahead and hit the, hit the ground running. And I was like, you know what? I don't like engineering now. But I'm going to use the white man's coin to fund what I really want to do. That's why I'm always buying all this equipment and buying money, buying stuff here and there, blah, 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 blah. Because while I'm here, I might as well use their money to do what I want to do. And eventually I want to try to, you know, get on, maybe do like an intern or blah, 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 whatever for a media company, radio show, blah, 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 blah. All these good things, which I'll talk about in the couch chat. But. I was praying, like, after I told my mom, um, and I've talked about this before, my parents are very lovely people, um, but aren't the best, maybe I'm just hearing stuff, anyways, um, if y'all see my camera, y'all probably like, um, but they aren't, like, I don't feel the most comfortable, like, disclosing, like, my dreams and aspirations to them or whatever so I was kind of talking to my mom about it the other day but not in full detail because like I just don't need any of the negative comments or any of comments that don't go towards what I'm really trying to do so um 
I was just praying the other day and I was just like, you know what? Like God, you know, maybe, you know, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe, you know, that's not for me. Like maybe I am just tripping. Like maybe I'm tripping. Sorry, I'm moving stuff around. Maybe I'm tripping, you know, like maybe I'm really meant to work at this company for a really long time. You know, maybe I am into like retire as an engineer or whatever. Like kind of like downplaying it because I get very doubtful of myself sometimes. And I was like, you know, if I meant to stay at this company, you know, give me a sign. If I meant to leave within like the next year or so and really figure out what is it I really want to do. Um, that's also great. Like, you know, like just send me a sign because I'm really bad at getting signs from God. I'm horrible at getting signs from God. So literally that day that like that literal same day i was talking to god the whole time on the way to work it's like an hour of just talking and stuff the same afternoon is when my work uncle told me about all these comments and like blah 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 and he was talking about how another younger black girl had been thought about leaving anyways and like i know what you're all thinking why are you surprised you know you live in alabama i know i know and i'm really trying to get out the south I would, I would, I would move to Atlanta or I would move to like Texas or something, but Alabama, no. And especially not that company. Yeah, I'm just hearing stuff. And definitely not that company. So, um, yeah, that's what happened to me. So I just took that as a sign to really hit the ground running and really like stop making excuses for myself. Like I have been wanting to do video content. I mean, video like for my podcast for a little minute, but, um, I was just like, I'm just not like, I don't have the right setting. I don't have the right utensils. Like I just don't feel like I have the right, I just don't feel thoroughly prepared. You know, like I'm a perfectionist, I like to have things in order, but I'm like, you know what? Everybody that starts like anything like in the industry, like in media, you have to start from the bottom. I can't start off with top of the line equipment and top of the line, like setups. I have to start somewhere. So I told myself today, you know, we're going to get it together. We're going to record footage today so i have my studio lights here my camera my camera my laptop my little audio like all my stuff but anyways so yeah that really just kind of motivated me i guess that kind of gave me the motivation that i needed um to really like believe in myself understand like how kind of how things work especially when it comes like what i want to do and how you kind of have to really sacrifice a lot of things just to kind of get to where you're trying to go so yeah that is what happened this week and i just been like not feeling work as a whole i just go to work and i the highlight of my day is going to the gym and then going i mean and then driving to and from work because i mean i get to listen to music <laughs> and listen to podcasts and stuff so yeah that's what happened but on a brighter side on the on the more positive end um yesterday i got to see my friend jojo hey jojo if you're listening and i met two of her friends skylar and madison hey skylar madison if you're listening and we had like so much fun we just went like to go eat i ended up getting a hotel i just got i just did a little like staycation i was at work and i was like i don't really feel like having to drive all the way back to my parents house which is like an hour away and then having to come all the way back to birmingham like that's just too much and then maybe have to drive back so i was like let me just get a hotel I stayed at the Westin downtown. It was real cute. 
um we just like had dinner had some drinks was a kiki and stuff and then me and jojo ended up at this ratchet bar and we just took some rainbow shots and left they had hookah but the hookah was not hooking <laughs> i don't know how to describe it i had never seen a hookah like that it was like a square situation if you're watching on youtube you 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 know what i mean it was like a square i mean a rectangle sorry <laughs> a rectangle and it had like a little valve situation here and the like the tube was coming out i ain't like it i didn't want to smoke it i was just ready to go home or go to the hotel and take my clothes off and turn my makeup off and go to sleep but i had a really great night um and maybe i'll talk about it no i'll just say it now and then so and I wasn't going to say anything because it's not solidified, but I have to stop doing that. So I am starting a second podcast. Um, Excuse me. I just burped. I've been drinking alcohol. And I was kind of really nervous about starting this, starting like another one. I've been thinking about it for a minute, like having a second person. Because I kind of like dialogue, like, between people. I love talking to people. As y'all can, if y'all can't tell, I'm, like, very outgoing, very extroverted. I love talking to people, like, just kind of picking people's brains. And I've been wanting to start a podcast, like, for another one for a minute. But, like, I feel like when you start podcasts with, like, friends, it can get really, really, like, sticky. I don't know. Like, I feel like anything, like, business, like, with friends can get really sticky. Um, so I was just like, no, I don't want to do that. But then I just kind of prayed about it. And I was like, I really want to start one. And my friend Jojo was the very first person that came to mind. Like when I say the very first, like literally no one else came to mind when I thought about starting a podcast except for Jojo. We just have so much in common. Like we both like our music fanatics. We like both love music. Like we're both very outgoing, very extroverted, very open. Like she is funny as hell. So I'm excited. I'm ready to start. No, I do not have a time for when we will be releasing that. I'm thinking which within the next month, question mark or two, but I don't want to lie. <laughs> so just know that it's coming. Be on the lookout. I'm really excited. And I know this one just got started and I have a really small following, but I don't care. I mean, you have to start somewhere. I don't really care. I don't mind starting another one so yeah cheers to that let me take a drink <laughs> okay so um, <laughs> if you're watching on youtube i almost dropped this glass so um yeah that's that we had a great time last night um what else have i done Nothing. I stayed in Birmingham last night. Um, came back today. I'm working on one, a sample beat. Oh, I'll talk about that in my music montage. <laughs> Whole different situation. But that's all I did next week. I have nothing uh, going on. I think I have a photo shoot with my sister for our company. Let's go ahead and head over to a self-co ad. So, <laughs> Um, Self Company is a black-owned monthly subscription box, or it's really a black-owned self-care company. Let me change my wording. But one of the main things that is an asset for Selfco is one of the main things is an asset for Selfco is um, 
the their monthly subscription box so how it works is my bad i'm definitely tipsy i'm so sorry how it works is um it's either you pay 30 to subscribe or 35 dollars a box and each box comes with i think i want to say about four to seven four to six or seven products all from black owned businesses each box um has a theme so like last month's was just skin the very first box that she released was for the night um and each box comes with a brochure that describes each product in detail as well as a spotify playlist and i'm working on the apple music playlist curated by yours truly if i can't do anything else i can talk and i can make a playlist um so please go follow them at underscore the self co on instagram or you can go to the website at www.selfco.us now what was i saying why did i bring that up oh next week i am doing a photo shoot for a self for self co um the box for next month well you just have to wait and see go follow her to find out um but yeah i'm doing i'm going to atlanta next week to do a shoot and then this week i have three classes for work i'm in an eit program so kind of like i have classes that pertain to what i do at work and so yeah i have three classes this week i'm gonna be staying in birmingham again this week um monday through thursday i mean monday through wednesday that is all i have for this week I have something over my words. Let's carry on. Um, now we go over to music montage because it's really not that long this week. I just kind of have a lot to talk about. So yeah, let's head over to music montage. Okay, so for music montage, I only have like a few things to talk about. Um, and by a few, I don't even know if that means a few. A few to me might not be a few to y'all. So the first thing that I want to talk about is um that Isaiah Rashad, Zakari, is it Zakari or Zakari? I think it's Zakari. And Buddy came out with a song. It's called A Rainy Day. I've listened to it honestly in like um full capacity. I just kind of heard a little peeky peek of it um and it was pretty cool i liked it from what i had heard now um i liked it from what i had heard now was it like it doesn't seem like i would put it on repeat i don't really know yet i'm not really sure we'll see um i'll i'll have an update next week for you guys i have an update next week about whether or not i would put it on repeat the next thing i want to talk about is that i'm going to me and jordan hey jordan if you're listening are going to an alina perez concert next week i mean not next week next month so um october the 6th question mark hello Okay, before I was interrupted, what was I talking about? I'm guessing, oh, I'm going to the Alina Barrett's concert in New York, October 6th. Me and my friend Spring. Hey, Spring, if you're listening. It's a, at this point, it's a tradition because we went to go see her in Nashville. 
in 2018 question mark i think but we're going to see her in october in new york and i'm really excited because i haven't been to new york in literally like two years and i love that place um so yeah going to see alina berets we're going to me and kai are going to the childhood creator concert in march in philly and i'm super excited about that um because i've never been to philadelphia before never even been to that little sector over there never been um and like it's a new city like we've never been to a new city before and me and Kai just be going on a world tour once he's holiday creator and even though i haven't listened to his album like that for real for real i know the show is gonna be phenomenal i mean he did so good with igor that this time i know he's gonna go above and beyond um Callie, oh, and this kind of goes in. So it's, I think it's Holiday Creator, Callie Uchis, Vince Staples. And there's another person that I do not know or that I cannot remember right now. I like Vince Staples. I more so like his personality, like when he does interviews and stuff. Um, his music is cool, though. I just don't wake up and be like, let me turn on Vince Staples. But he's a lovely man. Um, Callie Uchis, I'm, I love her. Everything about her is great her aesthetic is a vibe okay her music is fire and i thought about her because i've never seen her live but one of my songs or whatever that i've been listening to non-stop is her song telepachi tele telepacio telepacio it's spanish and she's talking a lot of spanish in the song but um i'm pretty sure y'all have heard this song and i'm trying to find it because i definitely pulled the lyrics up oh okay okay here it goes here it goes it's i'm gonna play it in the background like i always do like a little piece but it's just on there will be like you know on the stuff right away if you want and you can take a private plane because that part's in spanish hey you know i got a lot to say all these voices in the background of my brain so i think that word is spanish for telepathy and like the song is just real cute like the vibe is just like i really like it i listen to that non-stop mainly especially like today and yesterday i just kept putting it on repeat i couldn't stop um the song is not new because the last few songs are kind of new but it's on the low by burner boy and that was on his album it's the one that's like cream and it's like white and brown and like a little orange i don't know how to describe it i'm about to go find it don't worry but i i just i forgot about the song until i was in the car no i was okay no i know what it was i was making a like dance hall reggae afro or i was using the dance hall music kit today in my uh, npc beats app when i was using my new akai mpk Benny. and um i was like let me listen to afro beats to get in the vibe so when i'm making my beat i can really you know feel the vibe know what i'm doing and um this song i came on i listened to yeah and then this song came on oh it's on oh it's on the album african Gi african giant <laughs> Oh, this song has all the bops. It has Dan Goody, Dan Goody, Dan Goody. See, this doesn't have Sacred Down. This has What Tin Man Gonna Do. It has bops on there. Go listen to African Giant by Burner Boy. But on the low, on the low, 
on the low, on the low, on the low. Yeah, it's a vibe, and I once again don't know what he's talking about in that song, but it gives me like vacation. I don't think I found a song that gives me vacation more than Essence yet, um, but this is very close. Um, yeah, it's very close to like giving you that vacation vibe. Like you with your boo, you out the country, you feel me? You, we're in Bora Bora, we're in our little hut. We're on a little net hammock that's hanging in the water, a little low. And we're listening to Doom on the low hey hey on the, that's what it's giving so um yeah i don't know what the man is talking about he's not you know some of it is english but you know some of it's not and i'm i'm not gonna decipher i'm just gonna let him do his thing so that being said that is also one of the songs i listened to mainly today not really this week i'm not gonna lie to you guys i've been list. i still have been listening to the house is burning all week and i cannot stop i literally tried to listen to my little release radar playlist that they make for you on spotify i can't i always end up going back and listen to true story rp young what you said headshots i mean i don't know what what are the girls to do the album is really good like i said last week is it like passing sylvia demo or the son's tyreed i don't know question mark i don't think so well actually i do know it's not um and i do also confirm that i listened to sylvia demo and the sun's tirade this week and i like sylvia demo because i feel like i can listen to that album all the way through with no skips i like that one more than the sun's tirade even though it has a little diversity but anywho go listen to on the low by burning boy go listen to the whole album african giant um so i discovered this new song it's called tweaking together and it's by a girl named bk the ruler and i i can almost bet you that is not even how you pronounce her name i am so sorry ma'am i'm really sorry i know that's not how you pronounce her name but i don't know how else you would do it it's literally b-k-t-h-e-r-u-o b-k the ruler i hate it here i'm pretty sure it's bk the ruler anyways she has a song called tweaking together and it gives me like um it gives me what like what i think corley ray wants to be but she just doesn't give that <laughs> um corley ray you know the big purr and then i she she had a song of the week on here before um uh, it was called do better i really did like that whole little ep but this girl gives like what i think corley ray wants to give it gives me like not quite oozy or not quite playboy cardi maybe like trip maybe trippy ray vibes i don't listen to him a lot i've only heard him a few times but i feel like she could give me like trippy red um and it's called tweaking together and basically 
she talking about sorry i'm reading the lyrics for the first time basically she is kind of dissing the dudes i mean i just made that face because this line said i don't gotta shake my ass a little hold the flex on you who are you talking about anyway the song is really good i heard it in the car the other day and i think after I listened to a playlist it was like the yeah yeah by young nudie radio on spotify look at the money make your do look at the drink make your do look at the weed make your do look at that perk make your nudie do beat your back down i'ma get a mac down wwe smackdown sorry <laughs> that's what it was that's the radio that it was on so i'm really tipsy let's take another drink Another sippers. So yeah, I listened to that. Not as much, but it was a new find. Um, I said I didn't have a lot to talk about for music montage, but it low key is a lot. But it's okay. Um, next thing I want to talk about is the other day I was cleaning, and here as y'all know, I've been moving into my parents' house, so every day I feel like I have to put something new up or put something away here put something away there and i listen to the same things all the time so i literally just closed my eyes and i just strolled through like my spotify and i just tapped on although i strolled through like the part that it's like your library has like all your playlists all your albums blah 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 i just strolled through all of them and then i just closed my eyes and like hit one then i just strolled down and like hit whatever I hit and that's what I listened to so I ended up listening coming across an Xavier Omar project which um I love Xavier Omar if you don't know who that is you should because if you haven't heard blind man before by Xavier Omar he said I can love you with my eyes closed I can love you with my eyes closed hey 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 I don't see the signs of your beauty cause your heart is right and go, babe. That's probably not even the words, but yeah. So gonna blind me cause of you. Ooh, yeah. So he has uh this album from twenty twenty, it's called If You Feel. It only has I thought it was a little EP. Oh not it only. It has eleven songs. I thought he usually puts out little small situations, so I thought it was like a little smaller, but apparently not. Um, it's called "If You Feel," and it was pretty good. I liked it for like a little album. Like it, you can do all the way through. Um, probably has a lot of sentimental things in it. If y'all were to sit here and dissect it, but it was something cute to listen to. So here's a song here called "Surf Feet Masego," and I literally love Masego. I literally love that man. Like, I don't understand. Okay, we're back. Jesus. I don't understand how someone Masego like he was friends or is friends with Arnel Armand um a youtuber and like when he be in her videos his personality is just so radiant okay it just shines through 
and I'm just a and he's tall and skinny and maybe I do have a type <laughs> I'm just really attracted to him so and Masego he be playing a little saxophone like he's a whole vibe so there's a, they have a song called surf together which I'll probably play in the background as I'm talking about this and it's pretty good I liked it um it stuck out to me enough to add it to my playlist that's what I'm saying um so yeah that was a cute little song but goes to the whole thing if you feel it's an album 11 songs literally in r&b like 11 songs like it's 11 songs it's only 35 minutes and 32 seconds so it's not really that long you can listen to, you can literally listen to this like while you're in the grocery store okay so i'm here to talk about the coon again yes who am i talking about that's the coon that i talked about like a few weeks ago who could just came with the new album it rhymes with oja fat doja cat you're right you guessed it so i don't even know how i came across this song well i do know because i used to hear it on tiktok all the time and it never registered to me that it was her until like some a few months ago or like not that long ago but i never listened to the song because like i told y'all coon so I'm not going to listen to the song. So maybe I was like, okay, I'm not going to listen to it. But then I did listen to the song. I um That was in my music montage. Ain't shit. It was on her album, Planet Her. Now this song, I don't know what album this is on. I don't know if it's on Planet Her or not. But it's a song, Streets, that was on TikTok. That was trending. That was viral at one point. And I'm sick because that song is a work of art and it upsets me and my homegirls because it's so good she said damn poppy you a rare breed no comparing and she didn't lie because some of y'all out there are rare let me stop basically <laughs> all i'm saying is this liqueur i'm drinking some ciroc this vodka is doing something um and it's just very like i don't know doja cat style is like unreal and it's really sickening <laughs> because like i said she was a coon and but now i'm like i kind of need to go back and listen to her whole discography at least planet her and like the stuff she had before that but like the song is so good like it came on like just randomly in my car the other day because i was listening to my like songs on spotify and I was like, bro, why, what, why? This should not be this good. It's actually pretty sickening. Um, so yeah, y'all have already heard it. And listen, my music montage is for me because it's not that it'll be songs that are like older, but I just cannot stop listening to them or I just discover them. And that's fine. We're going to roll with it. Um, so yeah that's that and then the last thing i want to talk about before i get into like my progress on my musical instruments aka my dj mixer and my soundboard is so young Dolph just came with a project hey he just came with a project and um it's something paper route illuminati or something like that it was giving me satanic vibes and i was like guys we won't we don't need all of that oh yeah it's called paper route illuminati and i was listening to the release radar 
playlist on my Spotify today. And the first song, hold it. Like I was saying, so the first song that's on the project is the one that I liked. I haven't listened to the whole thing. I don't know if I even care to listen to the whole thing for real, for real. But I just mind for research purposes. So the first song there is called Talking to My Scale. I like the. It just randomly came on. Once again, it randomly came on in my car. And I was like, you know what? I can get with this. Now, it, yeah, it's giving satanic. See? If you're, look, if you're listening and watching on YouTube, it, he, went, he went there all the way. Oh my gosh, please. A young dog, Paper Rock Empire. Or as he would say, Empire, because he's from Memphis. Right? Ain't he from Memphis? Uh, let me go fact check. Let me go fact check because I don't need anybody in anybody's comments or anybody coming for me saying, He's not even from Memphis. He's not even from Memphis. Chicago. Oh, he was born in Chicago. Oh, okay. okay. He was born in Chicago. But wait a minute. Hold on, guys. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he claims that he's from Memphis. He is not from no Chicago. He was born in Chicago. Oh, they moved to Memphis when he was two. He's from Memphis. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty good song. Um, I like, you know, I'm not even really like a trapper. You know, I don't even really be like, if I'm in my car. And I need a good trunk rattler. Then yeah, I'll probably turn on like Money Bag Radio, Young Dolph Radio, Key Glock Radio, Polo G, or something like that. Something to really give me a good little bot vibe. But other than that, it's it's like sad music, R and B alternative, all the good things, all the things that we all love and enjoy. So yeah, that's all I have for music. My oh no, I don't. So okay, like I was saying. Um, I'm in the process of sampling like one of my favorite old R&B songs, which is Make It Last Forever by Keith Sweat. I literally love that song. I know every word to that song, both parts. Okay. Jackie McGee and Keith Sweat. But I'm in the, I'm in the process of trying to make a beat sampling that song, but I mean, it's not going bad. It's actually going pretty okay. But there's something, I mean, I just got my Akai NPK Mini last week, right? Yeah, I think I just got it. Yeah, because I made the beat for my podcast. I just got it last week. And I'm trying not to stress and nitpick about things on there because I'm just learning how to do it. But it's annoying because I'm a perfectionist. And if I don't know how to do something, it gets really upsetting, really annoying. I don't like it. So... pray for me but what i will say is that it's going pretty good i started doing making a dance hall well i used to i'm using a dance hall kit but it's it's fin- it's about to be more like a reggae kind of vibe but they're on they are not all the same thing i know afrobeats and reggae are like different dance hall is also different from reggae right question mark somebody let me know but 
anyways i'm in the process of making that of making one of those weeds and it's coming along really well i'm probably honestly that's probably going to be the outro or the intro for this podcast for me for this episode this week what i'm probably gonna do is probably try to make like two to four beats a week for right now and then just use them interchangeably like for intros and outros and all of this stuff because i feel like that'll help me practice the most when i'm when i'm using it that frequently and when i'm like letting y'all hear my work but i did post my intro from last week i did post it on my soundcloud and i put my soundcloud in the description box but if you don't know i think it is underscore e-b-u-n-n-y-y just look in the description box of the youtube video and of the podcast descriptions and the soundcloud uh, my soundcloud name is going to be in there but yeah it's been going really good. I feel like I'm kind of getting more into it. Like I'm kind of understanding more things about music. Um, because like I told y'all, like okay, I don't I don't have that much music background, but like growing up, I grew up like in a Baptist church, and like we sung like in the choir and on the praise team, blah blah blah. Um, so I can hold a note. I can hold my if I'm in a group. If somebody told me right now that we're about to sing something a cappella, it's gonna be an ensemble. We need about eleven people. And you need an alto one or two, me. I can do that. I can hold my own note. Would I want to like sing for a living or rap or something? Nah. But I will make a little beat. You know, I will make a little music, you know. So I feel like I'm kind of learning a little of like more terms kind of about music and like learning my way around the board. It's very easy to use. And that's coming from someone who's like never used a soundboard before. I had another Akai, but I don't really know how to use it. This one literally is like a plug and use honestly so i've been having a lot of fun with that and i hope y'all like the dance hall beat that i put on this episode it's gonna be on the it's gonna be on this one i'm gonna make myself i'm gonna make myself do it because today is saturday and it's saturday it is 12 30 a.m okay it is past midnight and i already started the beat so this um episode comes the episode the audio comes out tomorrow now the video I have to figure out a video schedule because there's absolutely no way that this video is going to come out um, tomorrow. We'll see. I don't want to be negative about it, but this is my first time editing a video. And I'm not just going to use iMovie. I'm going to use probably like Adobe Premiere or like, what's the one that y'all be using? Final Cut? Is there a try? Like Final Cut? I think that's what people be using. Um, I'm not using iMovie. I need this to be elite. I need this to be be perfection i need it to be great so the video i think what i'm going to do i'm going to let the pot actual the show come out on sundays and i kind of want to do the show and the video to come out on sundays but i don't know how doable that is so i might start doing that the videos come out on like mondays or tuesdays so i have time sundays to edit the video but like the audio i can edit tonight it's the video and then matching the audio with the video that i'm going to have to do but anyways that's what's not the point love my soundboard um i haven't used my i've been neglecting my dj controller but i'm about to use it when i get done recording here but yeah maybe and i'm probably honestly i might start recording on my channel also i might start posting videos of like um making like x y and z so like making making a dance hall beat with a beginner to where people that are beginners like get to see kind of literally beginner i've only had my my um akai for one week so people who are also learning can see like kind of how 
different people catch on because like when you're watching someone who's done it for so long it can be kind of discouraging because you're like okay but how did you do that though <clears throat> like how did you do that what did you do to do x y and z so kind of like having that you know beginner mindset I mean, not the beginner mindset, the beginner perspective. I feel like that will help a lot of people. And every time I look up these these videos, it's always like there's some white man or somebody else that's not black. Or even if it is a black man, there are not black women that are like uploading how-to videos for like DJ controllers and how-to videos for like soundboards and like, you know, the black, the podcasting, the black people podcasting world is literally oh my god <laughs> the podcasting world for uh black people is literally like this small okay so if i can contribute no matter how big or small my platform is if i can contribute to the people i'm going to contribute to the people so yeah that's what i say for my music montage now we can kind of move into um couch chat because i kind of have a lot to talk about <laughs> of alcohol but it's okay it's fine just put a little more juice okay let's get into it let's take one soup for couch chair okay <laughs> okay so the first thing I want to talk about is my plethora of business plans. Because it's not even a plethora, but and not even I'm not going to tell you what the plans are because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to jeopardize it. But I want to talk about like with the society that we live in, I always said I would never want to be one of those people that is like doing 12,000 things at one time. I always said like, ow. I always said like, oh, I want to do one thing. Like I want to, like I told you, I want to work a nine to five, like forever. Now I'm here and I'm like, I don't want to do that forever. So now like, it's like literally as soon as I figured out that I didn't want to, do a nine to five like forever it's like all the things that I wanted to do and that I wanted to create like it's like they just became so vivid in my mind and what I do feel like is unhealthy for the society is that everyone feels like they have to do 50 million thousand things and uh, it can be unhealthy but it's also like with the condition of the world, like nothing is really guaranteed. Like our jobs really secure. I mean, some are technically my job is very secure, but still like with just inflation and the cost of things, that was a very big gulp of that drink. But with the inflation and with the cost of things, like I feel like and like with how people want to live, social media has created this whole thing where people feel like if you don't have it together by like 23 24 25 then what are you doing like the the culture of like 
being successful comes with getting no sleep is so unhealthy. Because here's the thing. I'm 23. <laughs> I turned 23 like two weeks ago. I'm 23. And I mean, technically, from the outside looking in, I have it together. I have a good job. I can take care of myself. I make really good money. But that doesn't mean I have it together. Because while I'm at this job, I don't even like it. And I figured out what it is that I really want to do, which is the problem. Let me move this out the way. The problem is that I knew what I wanted to do since I was like 18, 19 years old. But I kept telling myself, Ebony, that's not really what you want to do. And so did external parties. And look at me now, knowing that's not what I wanted to do. That's totally beside the point. All I'm saying is I have a plethora of business plans one or two that are actual businesses well technically everything is business so like technically my podcast is a business you know technically the other one i'm about to start is a business technically when i start i would be my business when i would start freelancing and doing things but that's neither here nor there but do y'all think it's unhealthy how our society's been conditioned to think like you have to have four, five, six, seven streams of income. And the idea that everyone thinks that we're all going to be millionaires, when isn't it? Isn't it only like 2%? Is it 2 or 7? Or it's probably, knowing me, it's probably not either one of those percentages. <laughs> Very small percentage. I know it's less than 10%, question mark, right? Of the world are millionaires. Like, I have never been like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. But what's the true definition of a millionaire? Is a millionaire someone that has a million dollars in their account at all times? Or is a millionaire someone who has accumulated over a million dollars in their lifetime? I don't know. All I'm telling you is, I have never been like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Because that it's, it's almost a figment of everyone's imagination. And it's not possible for all of us to make that much coin so if i can get me if i can you know let's say i do this and i do all my other ventures and i can make a cool little well above three figures so if i can do like i'm about three figures i mean like if i can do well above a hundred thousand dollars it's like if i can be in like the five hundred thousand six hundred thousand i'm cool even if i end up making like three hundred thousand dollars a year after taxes bro i am chilling i am cool i do not care as long as i am well off but i don't want to be 65 still working for the company that i'm at now that's what i refuse so i just want to kind of talk about that the next thing i want to talk about is mixing friend groups because this happened um last night and it went really well but thankfully Every time I have mixed, like, my friends together, like, just throwing, like, my friends from here and there into one, like, little kickback, little game, like, little situation, it's always turned out good. Like, I've, it's been very rare that, um, someone that's not liked the other person or, like, there's been, like, any beef or anything between, like, friends that I have to pull from different sources. It's been really good. And, um, I was telling somebody last night how I'm so extroverted to the point where, like, I get really excited when I'm about to meet, like, you know, some people be like, oh, I don't want to meet X, X, Y, and Z's new friends. Or some people are, like, really nervous, like, really anxious about stuff like that. I literally love meeting new people. 
love it is it the slight leo with me because i know i'm already gonna get a compliment about like my hair or about me being pretty or something kind of but it's also the fact that i just get to meet new people i literally love meeting new people i love chit chatting. i love learning people's life stories i love people ask me questions like the whole when people be like i hate the talking stage because i hate having to ask somebody what their favorite color is and stuff i literally love that i literally love it does that mean i talk about myself too much am i at fault for that y'all don't like that let me know in the comments let me know do y'all like that because you feel me in my mind i love meeting new people that's why i love dating because you literally meet new people all the freaking time and now you're asking like three different people what their favorite color is just don't mix them up but it seems like a great time to me but anyways i had a lot of fun and I love like when you mix friend groups and like everybody just like seamless seamlessly like mixes together and integrates because the thing is like you can try to mix friend groups but if there was friends that knew these friends and friends knew these other friends then they're going to click up eventually at whatever event or situation we have going on but just the fact of like everything just and when things just intertwine and i'm talking to this person that i didn't know this person talking to this person that they just met like it all makes sense it just makes a lot of sense and i feel like for women mixing your friends is a lot more risky than men because men y'all play like the game one time y'all play pickup basketball one day and now y'all like homeboys how does that work i don't know but y'all will go to the gym one day and be like oh i met so and so now he come on, now he come to the house and y'all hanging out and playing games and stuff. Do you know how long it takes for me to call someone my friend? My really good friend Tay, shout out to Tay, she's my she's one of my best friends. I had known I had known her for almost how long did I know Tay? I had knew Tay for eight months before I told her that she was like my best friend. Okay, so no one was gonna tell me how stressful um recording video was. <laughs> no one told me i literally have two cameras set up now my phone and my regular camera because my battery died from my regular camera then i have to go find the other battery put the battery in there now it's saying the storage is full like i don't have any sd cards i have to go buy some more sd cards anyways let's take a bit of drink basically i think i was just saying guys mixing friends is very easy Women trying to make star friends. It doesn't always go right. Because I can tell you a time where I was friends with this girl. And I was about to try to fight her other friend. Because I felt personally tried. And what we weren't about to do was try me. So, anyways. Mixing friends not always the best idea but whatever i was gonna talk about how white people get on my nerves but i talked about that in my weekly check-in but there are situations i want to talk about to where um actually no we're not gonna talk about it it's fine i'm just gonna leave it to how i left it in the um weekly check-in what i wanted to talk about next was how stem is very dry okay science technology engineering math that whole industry and this ties into how the white people get on my nerves, which also ties into them talking about me at work. 
it's so freaking stale and like duh common sense would tell you math and science not the most adventurous you know but there's no way that it should be as dry as it is like we literally go to work What I wear to work is dry because we have to like be, we be outside and stuff. So I can't be trying to wear no chinos and no Reeboks to work with a little, with a little crop and we be out in the field. So that's number one. Number two, we do, it's, it's repetitious. We do the same things all the time when we're at work and then out of work, they be trying to talk about work. It's just, everything is just work. Okay. My manager the other day asked me about my tattoos well he was like have you always had that tattoo and I was like "Mm -mm." and he was like oh what does it say I'm like read the mother I was like it says create yourself and then he was like oh okay okay why you can't read I can't have a little tag like what's really going on here so it's really dry like i feel like when i walk into a room and like i be like i'm an i'm an engineer and they be like hmm? pardon coming in and i'm like bro i'm an engineer have a mechanical engineering degree from the university of alabama don't let these tats and these double piercings to don't let them fool you bro I will math and science y'all added to this room, but it's just really dry. And a thing that I am trying to make sure that doesn't happen, like while I am working in STEM, is like I don't want my creativity to be stifled by my dry environment. So I don't want to feel like I'm ever being put like inside of a box or like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. Like I want to be able to do whatever I want to do. Like I feel like when it comes to like tattoos, piercings, hair, and things. I feel like hair color should not matter because um, white people don't even brush and comb or wash their hair. I feel like tattoos should not matter unless unless you said something like really inappropriate. Unless they have like a face tattoo. Even I feel like neck tattoos should be that big of a deal. Why does it matter what I have going on with me? You know, like if I were to dye my hair today red, I wonder... But there'd be something said to me at work. So I was just like sitting thinking about like how dry STEM is and how this kind of goes into one of my other topics. Uh, I was talking to my friend today. Hey, Chandler, shout out Chandler. And I was telling her, I was like, bro, I was telling my mom the other day kind of about how I used to have a list of like what kind of man I wanted or whatever. And I was just like, bro. I used to be like, oh, I want like a diplomatic, like a nine to five type of man that makes X amount of money, blah, blah, blah. But I kept I told my friend today, I was like, bro, I literally just keep attracting like artsy, creative men. And I literally love it here. And I used to be like, oh, I don't like it. Keep give me away. Creative men, PTSD, but I literally love it. We just always have so many things in common and like whether I want to believe it or not, I am a creative and a creative person. I mean, creating this whole situation, like you have to be creative to do a little something. Um, I feel like we always have a lot in common. 
and they just make me laugh and they're very charming like I talked about last week and I just be like bro I wondered why I was attracting them but it's because I am I used to be like it's a facade I attract artsy men but I'm like not creative at all but I actually am now and it's quite comedy but my thing is I wonder, and like when I'm like, oh, like I want a nine to five diplom- diplomatic, like clean cut, blah, 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 type of man. But I'd be wondering, like, would they even want me, you know? Like, just with the tattoos and with the haircut, and just with, like, kind of like my personality and, like, how, like, free and, like, liberated and open minded I am. Like, would they even want to talk to me? I mean, I don't care because it don't have nothing to do with me. But I'll wonder, like, how. I don't know I just wonder that like because like I told y'all like every dude that I've talked to that like is kind of like like that nine to five cliche diplomatic type of man literally like their girlfriend that they like end up getting or whatever looks very homey very stale it's like gives librarian I'm like bro if you didn't want like if you didn't want someone like me, if you didn't want a woman like me, why? Make it make sense because that's not what you was trying to that's not. Which brings me to the topic of like is wifey material like a real thing? I was listening to Poor Minds today, shout out Poor Minds. Um and they were talking about like Lex B was just kind of like I just don't know if I'm going to get married like I don't know if anyone want to date someone like me and I like I'm not wifey material and then Drea Nicole's like oh there's not such thing as wifey material and I'm like is there a such thing as wifey material because I've been thinking about wives and like what wifey material is and I'm like, why we can't just marry people that we like and that treat us with respect? Because I know there's those smart people out there that I'd be like, I can like somebody, but maybe they don't respect me and da 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 Why can't we just like people that we get along with and that we respect and that respect us and we just throw all the other semantics out the door? Or is it semantics? Semantics. semantics. Either way, let's just throw it all out the door because... I mean, Dre had a good point. She kind of was just like, people get married so young because they like feel like it's like you have to get married young, you have to have kids, blah, blah, blah. That they end up not even marrying that person and that's how so many people end up divorced early. That's like the biggest fear of mine because like in my mind, I think like, and I used to be like, oh, I have commitment issues. Ah, I don't though. But it's like, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with someone, I don't want to do it just because this is like a business transaction, you know? I want to do it because I like them because I feel like we connect. I feel like we get along. I feel like they're literally like my other. I feel like they're. I want to feel like they're literally my person. You feel me? So I don't want to just do it just because it just looks nice and it seems like we should do it. Because I used to think that all the time. Like I used to overthink stuff like that all the time. Like, you know, is it supposed to be like this? Is this how I'm supposed to meet my husband? Like. Is this a situation I should be in? But now I just be like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. I'm just here having a great time. I'm just chilling. But 
that brings me to the topic of why do I always put myself in situations that I feel like are not um realistically like tangible I'm not gonna get into it into detail detail because I think they be listening to the show I'm gonna stop telling people that I talk to that I have a podcast so I can talk about them on the show but like let's say for instance it can be someone that like I don't know I'm trying to figure out how can I word this without giving myself away. <sighs> Just situations that I know may end poorly. So, like, I remember I told y'all after my ex-boyfriend, I was like, I don't want to be in a long-distance relationship anymore. Like, too much. I just don't like it. It's not even like a trust thing. It's just like a, I want to see the person that I'm with like all the time. Well, not all the time. I need my space, but like, I want to have the ability to see them when I want to see them. But like that on top of like, sometimes if I really like someone, but I know they have like one of my deal breakers, I just look past it because in my mind, I just be like, we're having fun you know we're just chilling we're flirting we're having fun we're having a good time they probably aren't even taking this serious so i'm probably not going to take it serious which i don't take a lot of things seriously so you feel me in my mind i'm like we're not taking it serious that means i can deal with the deal breakers because we're not making a deal you feel me like we're not getting to a relationship we're not getting serious now the downfall that comes with that is when things do start to get serious and they do start liking the kid, it's like, I have to break the news. I have to be like, oh, I like you, but I don't like that you do insert deal breaker or I like you but I just can't deal with insert deal breaker and now they're confused but I'm thinking we was having a good time the whole time I'm thinking we're just you love it here I love it here I think we're just chilling we're just chopping it up and that's what that's what where the disconnect comes because I think I'm always chopping it up whole time somebody be in love with me and now I have to break the news so I just don't understand why I feel like women, I feel like we do this a lot. I don't know if men do this as much. Because they don't really, I don't even know if men have deal breakers. <laughs> y'all y'all probably do. But like, I don't know. My deal breakers are very, very specific. But like, I feel like men, women will deal with like a deal breaker. Because, I don't know. We like to ignore the red flags. I'm the queen of ignoring red flags. It's getting a lot better, but like. You know, I don't know if they're red flags or they're just like things that I pref- that I do not prefer, but I will maybe deal with because I don't know. People's personalities really just throw me off. They throw me for a loop. I don't like it. They throw me for a loop and I can be saying like, I'm not going to start liking this person, but I'm a Leo. Okay. Peep design. I love love. I love being in love. Lex P on Poor Mind said, if I'm if I'm not in love within the first 24 hours of us, if we're on a date and I'm not in love at the end of the night, then you didn't do something right. And that is very true. <laughs> if I'm not in love, by the time the tab comes, what was we doing the whole time? What was you doing? But yeah, I don't understand why do one, 
But I will say on the flip side of that, I feel like I think a lot. And I feel like as humans, we think a lot. Like you'll like somebody, but I like, I'll be like, I like this person, but I don't know if I see longevity, you know, like, I don't know if I see, um, dang, my mic turned. I'll be like, oh, I like this person, but I don't know if I see like it being long-term. I don't know if I'm like seeing longevity, but it's like, who said I had to see it? You know, I'm young, I'm 23. I just, I've only been single for like three months now. It's like, or like two and a half months, three months. It's like, who says that everything has to be like an end all be all? This, I'm looking for a husband. I'm not. So with that being said, it's like, I can, I think, I don't think it's unhealthy to ignore deal breakers. I just feel like if things get more serious or like one person starts liking the other person more, but in my case, if I start liking them more and I had to like, I started feeling away towards him, I'd have to end things, but I think it's all fun and games and love and war. <laughs> we stay on the front. And I think it's all funny games until it becomes living war. Like until some feelings get involved, I'm like, bro, like going on a date here, going on a date there, and let's just chill. But I don't think our generation is like not good at dating. I think we actually really suck. Um, I don't think we understand the concept of like dating. You know, I don't know because I feel like once again, I'm sorry, I'm a little tipsy. I feel like everybody thinks that, like, if we go on a date or if we do blah, 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 like, we're together or, like, oh, they like me, so they should go ahead and drop. Like, let's say if I were to meet a dude in a grocery store today, got his number. In my mind, I already know that you are already conversing with other women, and that's fine. That's life. He's a single man. He can do as he pleases. I'm not going to be dumb. And think like, oh, I'm the only one just because you got my number and you want to take me on a date and blah, 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 blah. I feel like a lot of women after that first date will be like, no, like, what's the vibe? What are your intentions? What are we here for? And we're all in different seasons of our life. So like, you know, some women are in that season of asking like, what's your intention? Why are you here? You know, state your name and purpose. But I'm in the season of like, literally chilling I think my, literally my mom asked me a question about dating or something like that and I was like I'm just chilling I'm just chilling um and when people come along or when someone comes along that I feel like I can have fun with and I can do things with like travel and blah 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 and then I feel like we like mesh well together then I'm still gonna be chilling now I'm just chilling with a person <laughs> now I'm just chilling with a person so yeah but i feel like still as humans we overthink so much like let's say i meet somebody let's let's name him steve you feel me let's name him steve let's say steve lives in like another state or something i guess Uh, yeah let's say i meet steve we start conversing chopping it up i start liking steve 
Steve started liking me, in my mind, let's say Steve has something that I don't like, like it's like a deal breaker. In my mind, I'm like, well, I'm not taking Steve serious because it's a deal breaker. And he's all the way in, in third state. But since he's he's cool, we be flirting. It's a cool vibe. I'm gonna keep. I want to keep conversing with him. That is technically selfish because I'm enjoying the time, the conversation. But the other person also knows like how far can this really get? I don't know. At this point, it's just gibberish. I don't know. Let's just move on. Um, I would like to talk about. Did I talk about this last week? I bet that was a very long pause. Um, oh, I want to talk about men who date who their friends are attracted to and not who they are attracted to. So I saw this TikTok basically, and this is really essentially what the girl said. Oh, she was a bigger woman also. Um, she said men date who their friends are attracted to and not who they are attracted to. And I 100% believe that that is true. Um, I mean, 90. Because at the end of the day, I feel like men date who they are who they like they are attracted to who they date but i think she was speaking in a sense of like for instance in her case i would assume because she is a bigger woman like let's say a dude really liked her and like they was like chopping it up blah 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 blah. and he started liking her but he was in bed like they would only meet up like at night or like you know in private settings he would like never bring her around her around his friends like they would never go on dates blah blah blah. then you have like maybe a woman that's like a little smaller you know more presentable to the friends um and the dude may like the bigger woman more than he likes the other one but to his friends since the other one is more appealing he doesn't want to be embarrassed or like be made fun of or blah 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 whatever he would just settle for that and i feel like that is very true because i feel like women do not care like if their friends think who they're talking to is cute or not i mean when i tell you we literally do not care because what do who i'm talking to have to do with you i mean it does have something to do in the sense of them having a good personality and y'all meeting and whatever and y'all introduce my friends to my partner blah 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 but what does who what the person i'm looking like that i'm talking to look like have to do with you like we all know i have a one friend and she's in a relationship now but she makes jokes about how she used to love ugly dudes that look like uncles and i knew that so when she would show me someone she was talking to i would just be like yeah that's definitely your type you don't have to call them ugly because no one asked me no one asked you you don't have to make a comment about how they look unless your friends ask because women literally will be like especially if we know that they aren't the cutest but like we like other stuff about them then we'll just be like i'm just gonna warn you now you're not gonna think he's cute we literally make a disclaimer and they'll be like okay but and then we just move on to where i feel like men literally send who they're talking to in the group message all the time and they just go in whether good or bad and so now let's say you do send someone in the group chat and you're a man and they're like she's ugly she's fat blah 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 whatever you may have liked her but your friends literally ruined the chances of y'all even developing a stronger and longer relationship because you literally let your friends thoughts get in your head but to men it is about um 
vanity. I couldn't think of the word. It's about vanity. It's about what looks good. You know, what would look good if we were like going to this work party? What would look good if we were going to dinner? What would look good if we were going to brunch? What would look good if we were out in public? Or what looks acceptable to society? To society. So I should say not really what looks good. But like what's what's an acceptable beauty standard? And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Now, I said this before. Have Do I feel like I've ever been like hidden or like purposely like not met somebody's friends or something like that. Absolutely not. But I also feel like I have a very acceptable bigger body shape. Which I said I was going to get into that one of these days. Like discrimination of body types within the plus size community. But like I feel like I have a very acceptable body type. So I kind of feel like I have to take myself out of the equation. Like I have a, my top is smaller than my bottom, but my top is also not small. It's regular size. I have fupa. I have stretch marks on my stomach, but everything looks like it looks very proportional. So that's why I say I have an acceptable, um, body type, but I do feel like, so that's what, well, I will say that's why I feel like I've I feel like I've never been hidden like with anybody that I've talked to, conversed with, blah blah blah. I've never felt like I was hidden. I've never felt like, you know, never felt like someone's friends thought that I was ugly. Cause I'm not. Like I saw the TikTok. When I say I'm fat, it does not mean that I say that I'm ugly. So don't be in my comments. Don't be in my um dms talking about so much you're still beautiful which brings me sidebar i posted a tiktok yesterday i wore this dress with like a back out like my back rolls was out i was looking real cute it was giving buttered up it was giving texas roadhouse rolls you feel me so i posted a tiktok and i was like this is my new before you did me i'm shaped like this video okay with a little blush smiley face got a few little likes on it or whatever literally a few you know tiktok is literally a few little lights likes and like i think like a few people commented was like but you wear it so well but it looks perfectly fine blah 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 oh i love the comments i didn't say that i didn't like it i just i just like to give a disclaimer because i like to give a disclaimer because i'd be like like i said last week i think i talked about this would i rather want to talk to someone that has experience dating thicker women or like someone who hasn't when they don't mention anything about it and so it's like i'm aware but i'm just giving you a disclaimer to let you know this is a big body beings before you come in here thinking it's a honda civic like are you picking up what i'm putting down I need you to know that this is a Range Rover, a Yukon XL. This is a G-Wagon. Before you think this is a coupe. Before you think this is a BMW. Before you think this is like a little Lincoln, a Grand Marquis. <laughs> so that is why I posted a video. Because I was like, this is my, this is how I'm shaped before you DM me. Just like I posted a picture on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y at underscore E-Bunny. Um, I posted a picture or whatever I had on my dress and like my back rolls are showing, like my stretch marks are showing and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, a year ago, I literally would not have posted this picture with my back roll showing, my stretch marks showing, the fupa, all of that. Like, I just tried to avoid pictures that be showing all of that. 
But I posted one today because I've been feeling really comfortable with my body. Especially I've been working out. I've been losing weight slowly. It's not been at the rate that I want to lose weight. But I'm here to say that just because, like, even if I wasn't trying to lose weight, I would still post my body because at the end of the day, I have one body. It's my body. I'm trying to treat it as best as I can, but in the process, I'm going to show what's going on. Like a little roll ain't never hurt nobody. A little stomach ain't never hurt nobody. A little stretch mark ain't never hurt nobody. Like that's one of the things that I dislike. It's like when oh, like you wear a crop top. Not this only happened to me like once or twice, I think. Um, when you wear like a crop top or like a something revealing, and you're like plus size or whatever and people are like oh my gosh you're so brave i would never have that much confidence how do you have so much confidence because i'm living my life because i'm minding my business myob mind your own business when you mind your business and you wear what you want to wear and you look how you want to look and you say what you want to say no one can come to you and try to rain on your parade Who's going to tell me what I can't wear? Who's going to tell me how I can't look? Who? Who? As long as I'm not doing harm to myself and to other people, who's going to tell me to stop doing what I'm doing? Nobody. And if people do, that's what blocking is for. That's what disengaging is for. That is what deleting is for. Like, hmm? So, yeah, I do feel like, back to the main topic, I do feel like men do date who their friends are attracted to. Because I feel like there are a lot of men out there that um, are attracted to things that they swear that they aren't. But then you look in their DMs and that's all that's in there. That's all I'm going to say. It do not, it is not, something is not, <clears throat> math is not mad thing. Okay. Math is not a math thing. Oh, I told y'all last week that I wanted to talk about oh skinny shaming versus fat shaming. Now, if you feel a certain way about this, you might as well go ahead and stop listening because I'm finna kind of get into it. So, um, I think I had a conversation with a friend like a year or two ago or whatever. And she said something about skinny shaming. And I was just like, it's not. I think she tried to compare and I was like, it's not on the same caliber. And it's not skinny shaming and fat shaming are not anywhere near the same caliber. Like family members t- asking you or telling you that you need to eat more. It's not comparable to people making jokes about how fat people should buy two plane tickets. So you're upset because your aunt Shirley told you to drink a milkshake or something. But there are literally people writing whole think think pieces when like a bigger person posts them like in revealing clothes or post them eating or merely just simply living their lives. And people comment, go get on a treadmill, fatty or something like that. That's never happened to me. I'm just saying there's no way that you think that the two are comparable. There's no way. Like, I get it. They are, they are, you know, skinny shaming is a thing. 
especially in the black community with just relatives not knowing when to mind their business and when to be quiet to all the old relatives out there shut up please because you're talking about oh i've gained so much but i've been eating good but you don't want to talk about how your husband has a whole family across town with three other kids that are the same age as your kids now that's crazy but older relatives you know them making comments or like how i've seen some skinny women that are like oh um you know how crazy is living in a world where like people are literally buying butts out the wazoo wazoo is crazy wazoo is country i'm sorry <laughs> but <laughs> but how people are buying like are getting butts out the wazoo and how thick is in how men don't be wanting like women that are skinny which is like a lie <laughs> Which is crazy, which is like the craziest thing to me because it's like as soon as, you know, body positivity came out, loving yourself and, you know, being comfortable in your skin, especially like targeting plus size women, like really being okay and like not having to feel like you have to change something all the time. It's like as soon as people started showing love, like the thicker women and like the plus size women, it was like the skinnies were like. But what about us? But this like you're literally never gonna go out of style. Ever. Being skinny is like being light skinned. <laughs> People have a light skin fetish all the time. So it's like literally in modeling, like especially like in high fashion. And so if y'all see on Victoria's Secret, when people were like wearing the plus size and the trans and all of this, they had shut down the show that time. Like, being skinny is literally never going to go out of style. Never. Because guess what? You know what's crazy? All these people with these butts, if you notice, they never get the legs or anything to match. So they technically are skinny. The only thing that they have is a little piece of butt. That's not being thick. And I need this to stop. That's not, you not, you having an ant booty with just the legs is not giving it's giving a very much a bug's life it's giving very much ants carrying food back to the village like that is not the definition of being thick it, and it really be a slap in the face when like people call thick women who are actually thick fat and call people who like just have a little butt and nothing else thick i just it just blows my mind because people want the butt but they want to be thick but like thick is literally i literally just said this the other day and i'm not doing my own horn or nothing but i was telling somebody i'm literally the epitome of thick like i have thick legs i have a big butt i have a medium-sized stomach i have a few back rolls i have regular sized boobs like everything goes together okay just because you have a little boot, you went and got a little booty, but everything else is still the same. Like you look like the letter P out here. It's not thick as a slap in the face. And that's what I'm saying. Like skinny women saying like, oh, um, not me slinging it like it's my hair. Um, <laughs> that's why when it's like the whole skinny shaming and fat shaming are the same thing. It's like not because did y'all see the article that time on Twitter that I was talking about how, they're about to start making uh, people over a certain weight buy two plane tickets. Or no. Or did I just see that? Well, there was an article one time. 
and basically an airline or something i don't know if it was like parody or not either way it was still rude was talking about that and there were people in the comments like yeah this is good because i hate sitting by a bigger person i'm always squished i da 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 blah 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 blah, blah. like they should make them buy two plane tickets because if they this will really push them to lose weight and x y and z and blah 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 and there was some foolishness about the cargo weight on the plane and blah 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 and i think the weight limit was like super low like two something 230 or 240 or something like that and i'm like bro not only are you counting out the fat people but now you're counting out athletes you know how much men weigh you know how much athletic women weigh you know how much i weigh i mean there's no way that i'll be buying two plane tickets but it's like little stuff like that like people assuming that just because you're skinny that you're healthy and just because you're fat that you're unhealthy like literally no one will look at you being skinny and be like she looks like she's unhealthy whole time i could probably outrun most of my friends and i look like this so it's just like it's not the same thing and i think me and my friend ended up agreeing to disagree that was like it's not the same thing they're not on the same caliber and I get it. I've never been skinny shamed or you've never been fat shamed so we can't speak on each other's situation. But I'm here to tell you that it is very rare that I see skinny shaming on my timeline. Like people literally go out of their way to bring up bigger bigger people. Like I saw a TikTok the other day and it was a compilation video of like this dude going in like people's live comments on TikTok and being like, would you date a big girl? And I'm like, so you went out of your way. Let me get this right. You went out of your way to go in these different people's lives and type a message that have nothing to do with you and be like, would you talk to a big woman? And of course, most of the answers were like, yeah, of course, like if she was pretty, blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing that I talked about a long time ago in like episode two. It was called like Country Men Love Thigh Meat and a bunch of other stuff. Like when you are petite and when you are skinny, you technically do not have to be that cute. I mean, it's pretty easy. Y'all do be real cute, though. I think almost everyone is. No, I don't. I don't think almost everyone is cute. But you do not have to. You don't have to be like skinny or petite and pretty. You don't. <laughs> you don't. But when you are bigger or thicker, when your BBW is thick, blah, 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 whatever, you literally have to come with the whole package, okay? You have to have the cute face. You have to dress cute. You have to, your nails always have to be done. Your nails and toes always have to be done. You always have to look presentable. And I mean, I look presentable all the time because that's just my personality. But I'm like, how are you going to have all these stipulations for, for us and not for these other people out here? So, like I said, skinny shaming and fat shaming are not the same thing. Uh, I mean, well, sorry, they aren't equitable. They are not equitable. Um, they aren't even on the same like scale. I probably can count on one hand how many times I've seen somebody get skinny shamed before. But the amount of fat shaming that I see is like baffling. It's crazy. On TikTok, thankfully, like my For You page is pretty positive. Has a lot of plus size like influencers on there and a lot of men that like plus size women on there, blah, 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 blah. But I still see it pretty often. So 
And the last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here, um, I wanted to talk about how men do not be wanting friends. And I, sh- I did put this as men, but I also don't be wanting friends either. So we're going to say men and women. And this is what I'm talking about. I had this friend, you know who you are. I'm not going to say her name on here. And she used to, when I first met her, she used to always be like, oh, I don't really think he's that cute, but I'll be his friend though. And I used to always say, men do not want friends. Okay. Either you're going to talk to them or if you're friends on them, their whole motive is literally going to be to, they want to talk to you. They're going to still try to talk to you, even if you're in the friend zone. Like, what do I look like if I, like, men do not approach you and be like, she looks like she would be a great friend. They don't. All of my male friends I made on accident. And this is the truth. Like, literally, and I'm thinking back, literally all of my male friends, like my friend Marvin, I met him like, how did I even meet that man? I think we're in the same organization. My friend Jarvis, I met him through my friend Dante, which I met through we had the same class in college. And then all my other like guy friends and associates, I literally met through my other guy friends. And it was just like a long chain. But I have never like started off a situation like seeing a dude and be like, he was like, he would be a great friend. I'm like 23. I don't need no, I don't need any more friends. Because what are we being like, what are we doing? What are we being friends for? What are we about to do? I get it, like, being friends to kind of get in, like, to, like, build a relationship. You know, go from, like, friends, you know, getting to know each other, building up, and getting into a romantic relationship. But strictly just being friends on purpose, I personally don't want any. I don't want them. I don't want them. What are we supposed to do? Like, hang out? I don't want to hang out. I literally have enough female friends. I already have enough guy friends. And I honestly, I don't even think I understand. I mean, not understand. I don't know if I believe the narrative of like, if you have guy friends, they probably have thought about being with you at least once. I don't know if I believe that narrative or like be with you or like romantically or be with you like sexually. Like, I try to, like if you try to have sex and they'll be like, yeah. I don't know because all my guy friends give me like they wouldn't we wouldn't that wouldn't happen you know but then it's like men they really don't care they they think with the wrong head they don't really care but yeah men do not want friends so like my friend had to learn like you can't be trying to befriend everybody that tries to talk to you and you don't want to talk to them anymore because they don't want to be your friend they're going to be fed up okay they don't want to chit chat. They don't want to skate with you. They don't want to watch a little movie. They don't want to go get no food. They don't want to hang out. And in my mind, I've been thinking, I could have been on a date by now. I could have been on a date and you talking about some, do you want to hang out? Mm-mm. I don't want to. For what? But, like, the the, the exception is, like, no, it's not. I was going to say the exception would be if... We had talked before, but we don't talk anymore. Now we are friends. That's very rare for me. I'm like, apologies. I'm like associates with people that I've talked to before. 
but like straight up friend it's like one or two people maybe because especially like i feel like and i feel like this if you like been intimate with someone before it's impossible you're not gonna be just friends like if i had a boyfriend and he was like oh yeah i have this female friend or whatever which female friends i used to hate when people have female friends like men but now i don't really care um but if he was like told me like yeah we had sex I don't even want to, I don't want to be here. I actually, I don't love it here. I hate it here because no, because I know women and women will literally do anything like to be petty as well as men will too. If they know they can do something like they will take advantage of it. So I'm like, bro, the rule is if you send them naked, it's not going to make it. <laughs> if you send them naked, you're not making the good. Cause now I'm thinking about you seeing her naked. She's seeing you naked. Y'all might be hanging out one day. Y'all might start reminiscing. Next thing you know, you gotta go buy plan B. See, we don't have time for that. Let's just avoid it all. And let's just always remember, men do not want friends. And women do not want friends. Some Some women might want friends. I personally don't want friends. You know? I just kind of want to chill. I would like go on dates. We can date and talk, but friends, I don't, I'm at my friend capacity. I'm at my friend max. You know? Only time I'll be friends with somebody is if I befriend them because I know that I'm going to eventually try to talk to them. Is that like plotting? Or is that being strategic? Like if I know like I'm attracted to someone and like... I kind of might start feeling them and like I might eventually end up trying to talk to them. Um, then I would probably befriend them on purpose. Yeah. And then start, you know, figuring them out. And then I'll probably try to talk to them. I think that's just being strategic. I don't even think that's really plotting. I think that's just kind of being strategic. And because um, I don't really like shooting my shot. Like I told y'all. I don't want to shoot my shot because I don't like being held accountable for when I like break people's hearts and things. I would just rather them shoot their shot so when I leave, I could be like, I didn't approach you in the first place. So that's all I have to talk about tonight. I'm a little tipsy. A lot tipsy. Very tipsy. And I'm sleepy. If y'all can't tell, it is 1.45 a.m. And let me just say, y'all, this video, this video situation, I don't like how my mic stand is, is doing, but it's okay. This video situation is, is rough, okay? I really need another SD card so I can um have more storage, have more memory. Hopefully, my phone is still recording video. If not, on YouTube, you're just going to get a picture of me at the table with audio over it because i apologize i tried my best i did record most of the episode though it's been fun though i'm glad to go back i'm happy i mean not happy i'm excited to go back and watch the footage to see how it's going and then i'm gonna see like if i'm gonna start posting IGTVs and clips and stuff throughout the week we're gonna see you have to talk to my people aka me i'm wardrobe makeup hair production audio video <laughs> I do it all. I need a team. If you want to be an intern for a very, 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 very small podcast for free, 
hit me up. Follow us on Instagram at Ethereal Black Girl underscore. Follow me on Instagram at underscore Ebunny. E P U N N Y Y. I need an intern. Because now I'm going to have to break all of this down, get all of this up, edit and stuff. My intern could have been cleaning up and stuff while I was doing this. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm so serious. If you're interested, even if. If you even if you don't live in the state, you can at least um edit the video and audio. If you're interested, hit my DM, let me know. We can make a little sum shake. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, oh, I forgot to talk about how I kinda wanna do a giveaway for it's been almost a year. I think in two weeks it'll be our year anniversary. So it'll be episode twenty six, I think. And I kind of want to do like a giveaway, like an Amazon gift card or a Target gift card or like something. I want to give away something. And so I think I might do like um, some giveaway. I'm going to come up with some giveaway rules uh, within the next few weeks. And if you guys want to participate, let me know. Leave a comment, leave a review, all of that. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Come back next time. Follow us on Instagram at ethereablackgirl underscore E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L blackgirl underscore. Follow me on Instagram at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y. Send us an email at love, L-O-V-E dot E-B-A, E-B-A the number two, at gmail.com. Why is my email that? Because that gets you the name of the podcast. Just go back a lot of episodes. Like, just go back to episode one. Nah, no. I was different episode one. Don't go back. Well, no, it's okay. Go back to episode one. It's not that bad. Um, that was the name. Love Eva was the name of my podcast before Theory of Black Brother Podcast. But thank y'all for listening. As I always say, don't do drugs, don't drink and drive, and use protection. Peace. Thank you.